This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Ain't no laws when you drink in claws. But what about tax laws? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Scherer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizada. Today, Nicole, we are breaking down the great hard seltzer scam. Oh, yes, we are. It's a scam, and they are scamming their way into and out of so many things. Joanne the Scammer. Joe, who is Joanne the Scammer? Asterisk White Claw. <laughs> All right, so the reason I'm... I'm saying the great hard seltzer scam here, uh-huh. it's not technically a scam because they find ways around it. But the reason I really wanted to talk about this is because I don't think a lot of people know what exactly hard seltzer is, especially White Claw, which you're familiar with White Claw, Nicole. I am, but I don't know what it is. I just know that it's an easy drink. <laughs> it's, that, it's that's sim- all people know it is. It's an easy drink. It's an easy drink. Yeah. And it, it tastes great. You don't have to think about anything whenever you're drinking White Claw. Nothing. It's purely or neutral. hard seltzer, I'm Which sorry. is a great segue into what it actually is. Uh, it's it's plain flavored beer. So, okay, so there is one of my favorite jokes from The Simpsons. I bet Bill Oakley wrote this. He is a friend of the podcast. Go listen to the Bill Oakley guest episode if you, if you have a chance. Uh, but they're the Bible-themed theme park that Ned Flanders creates. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, we got all kinds of foods. We got gummies. And Bart goes, what flavor gummies? He goes, my favorite flavor, plain. And, like, that is literally what White Claw is. It is a plain flavored beer. They brew it in the same exact method. And they do that because it's cheaper because of tax laws to brew something as a fermented malt beverage okay. as opposed to, say, like hard alcohol inside seltzer. So when they say like spiked seltzer, what I imagine that as is like a bit of hard grain alcohol like vodka or even just something like Everclear, right? That's put into a seltzer water, which is something that people have been drinking at crappy concert venues for yes, years. Yes, exactly. Know? My question is, is then why doesn't it taste like beer? And don't say because they remove it with science. <laughs> Unless it is how they do they it. They remove it with science, <laughs> beer 
Uh, no, actually, this is really fascinating. Something I didn't know before we started researching this uh, this podcast. Mm-hmm. They don't brew it with Marley. They with Marley <laughs> with Bob Marley. Bob Marley. <laughs> they don't brew it with barley. So the flavor in beer. I mean, obviously they add hops and whatnot, mm-hmm. but you know it comes from that fermented barley. What they do with White Claw is they're just fermenting plain cane sugar that has almost no taste when you distill the alcohol. So rum. I mean, rum is like, you know, made in barrels and that's where you get a lot of the flavor. And I think it's made with the molasses from cane sugar. But they're taking like literally the most base level way to make alcohol of fermenting plain white sugar and then turning that into essentially beer. So it is just plain flavored beer. And I know it's not actually a scam because, you know, it's following all the tax laws and everything. But like, I think people don't. I don't, there's this lack of self-awareness when it comes to White Claw drinking. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like fascinating to break down all the facets about it. But like you said, it's a very easy drink. And I have drank a lot of, I am very pro White Claw. I'm very pro White Claw. I've always been pro, pro White Claw. When's the first time you had a White Claw? Do you remember your first Claw? Oh man, yes. Uh, I went to, I think I went to go watch a football game. (laughs) You watched a football game? Yeah, of course. I watched them. Like in person? No. Oh, okay. And the television. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, and then uh, I was I was just hanging out with a bunch of dudes, and I had a white claw, and I was like, "Cool, this tastes like Jolly Rancher water," mm-hmm. and that's what it was, and that's Did, pretty much it. Had you had you been exposed to white claw discourse before that? Never. So you hadn't heard of it at all, and you just drank it. You were like, "This is a new product in the market. Yeah. I'm gonna try it." But I'm always the kind of girl, and they go like, "Here, try this." I say, "Okay." Like I'm just a very open-minded person. So if someone's handing me a, a drink that's closed, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I had is, to specify. This is veering in a strange no, no, territory. No, no, no. If you hand me a drink that's closed and you know safe to drink, and you say, "Hey, try this," I'll probably try it because I'm a curious person. I like to try new things. Yeah, I agree with that. I drink a lot of questionable stuff in college. I will drink anything that is offered to me. We used to make something simply called Riot Punch that was mostly blue Hawaiian punch and grain alcohol. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? And a little bit of lemon juice. Is in that, there for flavor. Is that the cousin of Milk Punch from yes. It's Always Sunny? Yes, yes, I yes. Had a feeling. Actually, no, it, it, Riot Punch uh, is a joke from It's Always Sunny, and oh. we stole the recipe, essentially. Nice. But nice. we would put it in a big Gatorade uh, container. Anyways, the first time I had a White Claw, it was similar with a bunch of dudes uh, watching college football. We were like on vacation, and we got this Airbnb at the beach up in Pismo Beach. It's really fantastic. And I'd like heard of White Claw, and I was like, well, these things have existed for forever, right? And I'd like seen them in the like liquor case when you go to like say a Ralph's grocery store, you go to like the cold beer section and there's always like one thirtieth of the rack is partitioned off for the like various Mike's Hard Lemonade adjacent beverages. Isn't Mike's Hard Lemonade hard seltzer? So Mike's Hard Lemonade is a fermented malt beverage. So it is like essentially the same thing. And the parent company, Mike's Hard Lemonade, is the same one that makes White Claw. Oh, oh well, there which you go. Is, which is, to me, a very fascinating part of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think this whole hard seltzer charade, I don't think it's a scam. It's a charade. But charade doesn't sound as good in a title. No, it's the great hard, hard seltzer smart decisions from a business standpoint. <laughs> That's what it is. It, it honestly is. It is a genius business proposition yeah. because- the real scam is that we've been scamming ourselves into convincing <laughs> ourselves that we love light beer, right? I don't like light beer. I don't like light beer either. Who likes, who's going to drink a Michelob Ultra just <laughs> to drink it? Nobody. No, and, and I agree. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who will just like drink light beers and enjoy it. But I mean, ever since I was 21, you know, I've been, I felt like I was pressured 
to think that I enjoy light beer, right? Like you're, it's a, it's a very, I mean, maybe this is a kind of like male thing where you have to like prove your masculinity by how much light beer you can crush, which to me is wild because light beer is literally just like lower calorie beer. It's the Virginia Slims oh, nice. of beer products, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Okay. And so like I've had to, you know, go up to go to football tailgates, parties, whatever. And it's like, oh man, this... <laughs> this Bud Light that's been sitting out at room temp Ew. for the last 48 minutes is delicious. I love Ew. it. I could drink 30 of these. And you would drink 30 of them. I would drink 30. I mean, not quite 30. That's and Wade Boggs level, but. Who's Wade Boggs? Wade Boggs is a baseball player. This is another It's All of a Sunny reference. Oh, my gosh. And oh, I remember that one. When they go into the airplane <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they all drink and they're just really, really drunk on the plane uh-huh. and then they get to the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Great, great episode. Uh, why are we talking about It's Always Sunny? Like, I don't know. I must have. I must have. I must have watched an episode recently. Okay. But like people were convinced that they should like the taste of light beer. And I mean, I generally like the taste of the heavy equivalents of light beers. Yeah. What's a, what's a, is Heineken a heavy beer? I don't know. I th- no, I think Heineken has a light. I, I'm not a big fan of Heineken, but I, I love like Coors Banquet. I think is a really fantastic. Never lager. had it. You never had Coors Banquet. What about no. just like Budweiser straight Bud Heavy? No, nope. You never had, but <laughs> didn't you make something for GMM called Bud Heavy? Yes, I did. And I feel like I brought up the fact that my hair grew- was in it. <laughs> you put your I hair sh- in it? No, no, I just shed a lot and my hair was in it accidentally. <laughs> but like Miller Genuine Draft, like these, you know, somewhat fuller flavored beers and then their light beer equivalent to me just tastes like, I mean, it tastes like a beer flavored hard seltzer. Oh, uh, And okay. now they make hard seltzer without the beer flavor, thus exposing the great charade that people ever liked the taste of, hard- of light beer because they didn't. Yeah, it tastes like pee-pee. It tastes like pee-pee, right? <laughs> It tastes like pee-pee. <laughs> I don't like it. No. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like it either. I had a gag reflex. I could not smell. I literally, I could not smell a light beer because of an unfortunate incident. But like, I, I couldn't smell light beer without gagging. Yeah, I'm sure. For years. Yeah, you want the dumb and dumber thing? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, but no, and now people just realize that they don't like it. And the yeah. sales of hard seltzer have like completely exploded over the last three years especially you know what i'm a big fan of huh. hard kombucha hard com- yes i love hard yes. kombucha i had some recently and it was delicious and it had like a mushroom on it and i was like wow this is crazy what brand i don't remember it had a mushroom on it there- <laughs> <laughs> there's a brand of hard kombucha that i've been drinking called G- G- giant but with a j so maybe it's yeah i've G- seen giant. that one before giant yeah, very very pretty cans yeah you know and it tastes delicious but like speaking of scamming ourselves into thinking things taste good because I think that's a phenomenon that happens a lot. Are you talking about light beer or are you talking about White Claw? I'm talking about light beer because White Claw, it doesn't taste great, but you make the trade-off yeah. of like this thing is providing me with alcohol, which is a thing that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tastes a little bit worse than just the thing without alcohol. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to drink it. Yeah. But like White Claw is significantly less offensive than light beer to get Super you to that beer. goal. Yes. Right? What's your favorite White Claw flavor? Black cherry. Ew. I know. No one likes black cherry, which is perfect for That's me because then I get all the, the black end. cherries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I really love mango, but I prefer groovy grapefruit. <laughs> the grapefruit's good because it. Yeah. I th- I feel like grapefruit is the most. It's like the most commonly known seltzer flavor. Like like uh really? like I like I think when people think of Lacroix, they think of pamplemousse. Well, that's moose. because it's pamplemousse. moose. because it's named pamplemousse. I don't know why I like saying it like pam- pamplemousse. <laughs> but I think like grapefruit is such a a seltzer watery soda guess, watery thing, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah, one time I played flip cup with with uh, white claw. Great idea. Oh, uh, don't play flip cup outside with wine on a hot day. Wine? Yeah, I played flip cup with uh, with red wine once. I would have a headache. Yeah. Uh huh. No, that happened pretty quick. That happened pretty quick. Yeah. 
Are there other foods out there that you think people have sort of scammed themselves into thinking tastes good? Because I'm thinking you mentioned kombucha. I feel like I naturally love the flavor of kombucha. It's it's sour, it's fizzy, it's, it's a little bit sweet. It's vinegar. It's v- but I like vinegar. Yeah, I like vinegar. But do you think like a lot of people out there are drinking it for the benefit that they think it gives them where like White Claw yeah. or light beer, the benefit that people thought they were getting was that, you know, like we're, we're happy because we drink alcohol. Yeah. No, I think kombucha is one of those things that people are just like, well, I'll just drink it because it's good for me. Do you think in 10 years we're going to see like this huge kombucha relapse where everyone's like, yo, that time when we were drinking straight vinegar was gross. I wonder if there's going to be studies that say actually kombucha hasn't done diddly squat for you. I always think <laughs> That's about what that. I'm curious Do about. Because like, have you noticed any change in your body? since you started drinking kombucha? No, because I don't care. Yeah, I kind of, I think about that a lot. Where I kind of feel like I'm so unaware of my own body and what it's doing. I think we need to do yoga, Josh. No, I tried doing yoga, but I like uh, tore my rotator cuff and hurt my Achilles. We need to do something to like center us so that we're more aware of our bodies. Yeah, this podcast is a cry for help. Can someone please (laughs) come to the studio and just like uh, center our chi, center our chi, center my chi, please make us feel good. You know, like I don't know if it's Reiki healing, if if it's yoga, <laughs> Reiki? if we just need a therapist to come in, maybe that could help. The uh, white claws are masking the true issues. Okay? Give me, give me three white claws and an acupuncturist, and I feel <laughs> like God. I'll be centered cupping. for years to come. Cupping, a little bit of wet cup and fire cupping. Fire cupping. Fire cupping. Fire cupping's awesome. Don't do alcohol near fire cupping <laughs> no, though, because no, that's no. a recipe for disaster. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, well, you're doing that, Nicole. I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk. But also, they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant. Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. Nicole, there was another canned beverage that was popular with our generation. What was it? There was a canned beverage. We could call this the White Claw of our early drinking years. What what is it? I'm I'm talking about the Locos. Oh, I can't. Uh, I can't talk about four Locos. Why can't you talk? I mean, we can't. I have PTSD. We can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. One time I I had half of a four loco, and all I remember was burping and nothing else. That was what Four Locos were designed to do, which I think speaks to like the moment of the time. What were people doing back in what was this, like 2010, 2012 or something? Maybe around that time, yeah. Yeah, like what were people doing? Okay, so Four Locos for context were in 23 and a half ounce cans. Let's say 24, let's round up. And they were 12% alcohol. You asked about vodka Red Bulls. Yeah, how many vodka Red Bulls are in a can of Four Locos? Six. No Six drinks. way. Yeah, straight up. Same amount of caffeine and I'm not everything? sure about the amount of caffeine. Hold on. I'm, I, I want to Google this. I'm going to be sick from the thought of There's that. How was that legal? Uh, Well, very quickly, it was not legal. <laughs> oh my God. How do they get past that? Okay, so people say about 155 milligrams of caffeine mm-hmm. per can, which is the equivalent of about two Red Bulls. That's a lot of Red Bulls. Ish. It's not like a ton, a ton of caffeine, but if you're drinking multiple of them, that's where the danger comes in. But like the main danger was that this is, it's an entire bottle of wine is what it is. 
that you're drinking if you drink a can of Four Loko. And so this, that's equivalent of, I mean, six White Claws or six standard light beers, which is 12 ounces at 4%, which is absolutely incredible. But like seeing how people's tastes have changed, hopefully for better. And again, Four Loko, there were, uh, I believe, a couple of underage drinking deaths mm-hmm. because if kids are drinking six drinks and they don't know it, I remember seeing a post on Yahoo Answers like years ago uh-huh. where some teen so like, hey, I'm 16 years old. I'm going to a concert, and um, my friends tasked me to bring the beer. And I was thinking of bringing Four Loco brand beer. Does anyone know if this beer is? No. I was way. like, no. Like, if you're thinking that Four Loco is like a a Bud Light, yeah. Then I mean, you totally understand why like all those terrible things happened. Um, and again, that was our generation's White Claw. White Claw is also our generation's White Claw. Yeah, I mean, no, White Claw is a little bit more compact. It's, you know, single serving. There's no caffeine in it. Like, <laughs> Thank God no, for no, that. No, no. I, I, think, I think it's much more of a well-adjusted product. It, it is. And I think well-adjusted is a good way to put it yeah. because I think that's part of the sell. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I think you can kind of follow the way that uh, beer sales have fallen. They haven't fallen, but beer sales in the last year jumped 1%, which is like nothing for market growth. And then hard seltzer sales jumped something like 225%. It's incredible. Which is unreal. And so that's why all these beer companies are now coming out with their own hard seltzers. Um, Natty Light. Natty Light <laughs> peach flavored hard seltzer, fan freaking tastic. Mm, interesting. And as as a diehard Natty Light stan, I absolutely respect what that. What is that? What is the full name of Natty Light? Uh, natural. Never natural had, Light. Never have I ever had a Natural Light. <laughs> what about Bush Light? What? Bush Light. Keystone Light. I don't drink these alcohols. You gotta drink the the third tier light beers. Those are because the, no. they all taste the same. No, right? I I like to drink <laughs> Modelo's and Pacificos. I like Modelo's and Pacificos. But those, those they don't sell those in in uh, what we would have called racks or bricks, which is a thirty pack. Uh-huh, I, or, uh huh. Or cubes, people call them. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so you need to get the ones that that fit in cubes. Um, Why? <laughs> Because they fit into your fridge better? Yeah, you know, they stack better. And I'm it's... learning so much about your culture today. It's <laughs> Thank great. Thank you so much. So interesting. But I think I think the rise and fall of the diet soda industry mimics that with the beer industry as it relates to seltzers. Because LaCroix hmm. exploded, I mean, maybe what, like six, seven years ago? I'd say so, yeah. LaCroix absolutely exploded. They they got into Costco. And now, I mean, how many? There's like Waterloo. Um, there's, what are the, what are the other ones? Spin, yes, oh, love me some Spindrift. But there's all these big uh, non-hard seltzer, soft seltzer brands of sparkling water. I and think it's just seltzer. I think it's just seltzer. I don't also, think it's soft seltzer. <laughs> well, there's hard seltzer, soft seltzer. No. <laughs> soft seltzer is my No, just because one exists does not, does not mean in this universe the other one has to exist. You really have like a soft drink, right? Oh. That's literally where it comes from. It's the opposite of a hard drink, which it means has alcohol in it. Oh, well, now my whole theory has <laughs> just gone to poop. And then in the Book of Mormon, they use the term hot drink. To yes, you told yeah, me yeah. about this. The, uh, not the musical. Yeah, the not the musical. The actual Book of Mormon. Yeah, it started as a book and then got turned into a musical. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I see. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> like the Rugrats story of Passover. Yeah, yeah. Originally, that was in, a, that was in like a book. <laughs> Although the Rugrats did a really good job of summarizing it. And that's still where I know most Wait, about Passover. Wait, so is the Book of Mormon actually the Book of Mormon? Yeah, like the the like Mormon Bible is called the Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah, but the play that we watch and sit no, down. that's not like that's not like a theatrical version of the events in the actual. But it's book. funny. Yeah, it's like a comedy from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. About anything. It's a, <laughs> I drink too many hard seltzers before. Welcome I Welcome to the on. podcast. Josh explains religion to Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy play. Josh Gad was the original lead. Uh, anyways, let's talk about the the rise and fall of heart of hard is sodas. That, <laughs> is that is that a uh, freaking the, the, the snowman? What? 
The snowman. Josh Gad, yeah, Olaf. Yeah. Bro, I just watched Frozen two days ago for the first time. I drank a bunch of cocktails the and watched snowman. Frozen. It was a great time. Yeah, really engaging character. I really liked him. <laughs> you can go back uh, to the podcast to... now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Diet soda. As they've seen the same like lack of growth in sales, and that's because of stuff like LaCroix and Spindrift and all that. And I think it's like because people think they're healthier by not drinking uh, um, artificial sweeteners. So like there's been a lot of negative PR about aspartame mm-hmm. and all these things and links to cancer, which I've read the research. I, I don't actually believe it's linked to cancer, but like it can't be good for you to cheat God that way. You know, with artificial sweeteners, that's something I think about a lot. You simply can't cheat God. Um, but anyways, I think people think that with hard seltzer, it seems like virtuous, right? It seems like it's healthier than beer, but they're like the same amount of calories. Oh, they are? A lot of people think that hard seltzer has less calories than beer, but the whole point of light beer is to do a beer with fewer calories. And so like some light beers, I mean, uh, Miller introduced one called Miller 64 that has 64 calories per 12 ounces and White Claw is at around a hundred and almost every standard light beer is between 90 and a hundred calories. I never knew that. I believe there's like fewer carbs technically. And I think like one of the first times I heard about White Claw, I believe was from like someone who <laughs> self-identified as keto. Interesting. God, how did keto become like a, a lifestyle identifier now? I don't know. But it kind of did. Uh, and so there might be something to do with net carbs because it's just from sugar and not barley. And I don't really know all about that. But like there's this sort of uh, like virtue of health idea that I yeah. think White Claw imparts and like the it white sure cans does. You know, implying purity. For... The water implying purity. Exactly. What about Smirnoff Ice, Josh? Oh, my God. I'm so glad you brought up Smirnoff Ice. I've never ice. had a Smirnoff Ice before. Uh, Smirnoff, if you want something that tastes like a Jolly Rancher, Smirnoff Ice tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Really? Is Maggie mad that you've never had a Smirnoff Ice? Yeah. yeah sorry, they, Maggie. They taste... I've never been iced before. Now's your chance. I see. <laughs> because if I just pulled one out from under the table. <laughs> Uh, no, Smirnoff Ice is really good, but the thing is, it has a ton of sugar in it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so White Claws, technically, they have, like, I believe a tiny bit of sugar okay. that just comes from the artificial flavoring they're, add- they're adding. They put a little bit of sugar in there to start around sure. it. Sure. But all the sugar that they use to ferment it into this weird, like, beer, seltzer, proto, alcohol thing uh, ferments into alcohol. And so it's not digested as sugar or whatever. Got it's it. the only sugar you're consuming, you're getting drunk off of, which is the point. Mm-hmm. And so Smirnoff Ice, I think... You know, Smirnoff Ice didn't have the opportunity to get into this hard seltzer game because there's so much sugar in it. And even if they made diet Smirnoff Ice, people are so against artificial sweeteners yeah, these days. Yeah, they turned off of it. Yeah, that this beer, like White Claw is beer. Soylent Green is people. Is Smirnoff Ice beer? Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. It's a, it's a fermented malt beverage. But it's beer, but it's like, you know equivalent to like a soda just because it's like very heavily sweetened. Okay, so you're trying to tell me that all of these <laughs> things that I've known my whole entire life were beer. Yeah, I would call them beer. I mean, I know beer purists would come in and say they're not beer, but for all intents and purposes, I would consider these fermented malt beverages. If so I be go to the store, <laughs> <laughs> you like to do this to me, so I'm going to do too. If I go to the store, I go, hey, Josh, thanks for coming over. <laughs> Can you bring a six pack of beer? And then you're like, hey, I brought some Bon and Viv. I'd be like, go back to the store. That's not beer. I, I do I do agree with you. And I, I'm using beer in like a very loose term just to kind of like prove a point that everything that is new was once old. So who's the real scammer? Are you sense, the scammer? I'm a real scammer. White Claw in hard seltzer, it's not a scam. But to me, it's just like it's very strange. And it almost kind of like exposed this decades long light beer scam where we all pretended to like it. But we don't. I was never a part of that universe, though. I think it. I think it must be. I think it's a somewhat like masculine I guess. experience. I guess you know, and I think a lot of people 
dealt with that and they yeah, were pressured. I didn't. I'm sorry. I don't, but now, I don't it's okay. share the experience it's okay. that you did. But now our, our kids get our kids our twenty one year olds getting yeah. pressured into drinking white claws. Now like are you gonna be the odd man out if you like don't prefer a white claw? Like are there drinking games being played with white claws? Is it gonna become the same light beer culture around white claw? I don't think so. You, do you think light beer is going to, like, stay I do. king I think, in that regard? I think, yeah. I think there's there's an attractiveness to, to light beer. I don't see it. But I think it's there <laughs> for, like, the college kids. And, yeah. Like, you know, the just-turned-21 kids. Like, they want to try and do things that are that have already been set in place for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Continue the legacy of light beer. That makes sense. And, like, I have a lot of fond memories associated with light sure. beer. Like, in, in college and, you know, drinking with friends. And it's something that you can, like, sip on and drink a fair amount of without feeling too bad uh, because there's so little alcohol and in, in calories in it. But I remember when I had these white claws for the first time with like with like my best friends when we went up to Pismo Beach, uh, someone brought like a 12 pack of white claw. And then, of course, we had like 90 light beers with us. We had a lot of friends. It's not That's like three of us. Of... There were like 15 of us. OK. Remember back when people could like gather in a place? Oh, my God. The best. We used to do that. We had like 15 of us and a bunch of beer. Uh, and we all like drank this 12 pack of white claw. And we're like, oh, now it's time to crack into the light beer. And then everyone's kind of stared at it. And we're like. Hey, someone went to the liquor store and get more White Claw? Yeah. And we did. And then we only drank White Claws and, well, and Natty Light Hard Peach Seltzer Ew. throughout this entire weekend because we were like, after drinking White Claws, we're like, there's no reason to go back to Light Beer. And we're not trying to like impress anyone, you know? Like, And we have a dis- we have disposable income because sure. none of us have like kids or, or any real lives. Uh, and White Claws are a little bit more expensive, less cost prohibitive. And so we just drank White Claws. And so like, I understand the appeal and it is... God, it's better than light beer. They made a fantastic product at the exact right time of cultural moments that all came together. And now it's crazy watching all these companies try and like reap that. Scrounge up what they can. Yeah, because they all are. All the big beer manufacturers are making hard seltzers and like more power to them. What's your favorite hard seltzer other than uh, White Claw? Truly. You like Truly? I've never had Truly. I don't like Truly. Okay, what's your favorite like uh, soda water? Like you have like. Oh, I love <laughs> Perrier. It's right next to me. I it's, love Perrier. Uh, it's really funny that you have the tall Perrier can because that's like a pretty. That's like a pretty. Um, Perrier's got the bougie can. Right? I. You mean you mean the style of can is higher. Yeah, it's a, it's the taller, thinner, sexier sleeker. can. Sleeker, yeah, it's sleek. It's a sleeker can. So I was talking about the diet soda industry and how it's kind of trying to mimic the seltzer water industry, mm-hmm. right? So Diet Coke back in 2018, do you remember the the new Diet Coke flavors they introduced? I don't even look at Diet Coke when I walk past it. Oh, I don't drink Diet yeah. Coke. I like regular Coke. I am a huge fan of Diet Coke because you can drink 80 of them uh, <sighs> and it only makes you stronger. The chemicals in them preserve <laughs> your blood from the inside out. <laughs> the taste of aspartame makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's why you got to keep drinking it until it doesn't. No, no. No, 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 no. That's no, how no, Diet no, Coke no, works. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not how life works. No. Nope. So Diet Coke introduced these new flavors and they introduce them in new cans uh, that look like the Perrier can or look like, you know the Bougie LaCroix? What's, oh, yeah, the mixed flavor The ones? mixed flavors and they're yeah, all in French? I don't like them. I, I lo- give me Pumbaya any day. I don't even know what it means. Pumbaya? <laughs> but they're in the Bless sexy. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the sexy tall cans. And so Diet Coke introduced these new flavors in sexy tall okay. cans. And they had flavors that very strongly mimicked these fancy flavors of LaCroix. So it was like blood orange, black cherry. Uh, one had some Coke? sort of like spice in it. Yeah, dude, there was black cherry and blood orange Diet Coke. And they all tasted no, really bad. The craziest thing, like Diet Coke was obviously trying to mimic seltzer water, whatever. But then the director of Diet Coke, which is a great title that I would like to have one day for the Coca-Cola Corporation, referred to it as America's top no-calorie sparkling beverage. Oh, wow. Didn't so, even consider it soda. Yeah. 
That's incredible. Yeah. And I'm wondering if like, you know, talking about is hard seltzer technically beer, I'm wondering if beer eventually is just going to start calling itself hard seltzer because that's what it is. It's barley flavored hard seltzer. You think it's going to start to go in that direction? I mean, the way it's going. Just do by the sales? I think so. I mean, I think beer is still king and I don't think it's ever actually going to be surpassed. But I mean, it is like absolute exponential growth. And I think once you tear down this charade that anyone ever Why meant like beer. Why are you saying it's charade? It's, charade. it's charade. No, it's charade. Since when? Charade sounds fancy and I'm a fancy young man. Charade is a name. Who drinks my <laughs> witte claw. <laughs> so what you're trying to say is you want to create a, a drink mm-hmm. that is basically beer. Yeah. And just title it <laughs> Hops Flavored mm-hmm. Hard Seltzer. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Put some, we'll get like a cool graphic designer yeah, who yeah, used to yeah. work for Vice. Yeah, let's give it a cool name. Let's give it like like a yeah, cool, yeah. like like approachable name. Yeah, yeah. Like a... Uh, Sherrod. Sherrod. <laughs> we'll call oh, it Oh, we'll call it Sherrod. We we'll get comedian it... Sherrod Brown to a... Yes. Sherrod Brown a comedian? I don't know. Who is that? Let me Google Sherrod Brown. I don't know. Oh, Sherrod Brown's a senator and he's... Yeah, yeah. Sherrod Brown's a senator. We'll okay. get Senator Sherrod Brown... <laughs> Uh, who is, where is he from? Ohio. Sounds good to me. <laughs> He's going to market. Sounds good to me. Our new hard seltzer. Also, it's, we're going to have hops flavor, but also I have this idea where I want to ferment bananas into seltzer. Okay. Because I really like banana flavor. Can bananas get you drunk? Yeah, oh, bananas can definitely get you drunk. I've never gotten drunk off bananas, <laughs> but I mean, bananas have a ton of sugar and starch in it. You can absolutely okay. ferment bananas. I think we need to make banana and Banana call. Banana call. <laughs> Did you ever drink 99 bananas, the bananas hard I, liquor? Yeah. I did. Do you remember those buzz balls? Buzz ball. Okay. We could go to an in conclusion. You've heard what we have to say. I want to take this moment, Nicole, to do an in memoriam. Go for it. Of all of the beverages that should have surpassed White Claw as the heir apparent to the beer throne. I'm talking Mike's Hard Lemonade. All right. Absolutely delicious. I'm talking about the Bud Light Clamato Michelada. Oh, my God. So good. a can of beer with clam juice and hot sauce. It's a can of beer (laughs) with the side of acid reflux is what it is, and I love it. It's absolutely delicious. I'm talking Red's Apple Ale. I'm talking (gasps) about Buzz Balls. Oh. I'm talking about Smirnoff Ice. All lost to the sands of time because there ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. That was good, Jeff. That was maybe the best one we've done. You have Montel. We're growing as podcast hosts and as friends. Uh, okay, first up, we got A Right 311 Ruffles, Cheddar, and Sour Cream Chips with Honey on them. Uh, honey, cheddar, sour cream. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a win for me. All I've learned is that Ruffles cheddar and sour cream is a dessert chip. This is what I've learned from other people's <laughs> have opinions. Have other people said this? Uh, yeah, people have said that they've had Ruffles and cheddar, Ruffles cheddar with sour cream with sweet things. I personally had it with whipped cream once, and I was like, holy cannoli, <laughs> my life has changed. So yeah, it's the world's first and only dessert chip. One one thing I, I'd, I'd like to bring up, and if I may grandstand for a moment, okay, I'd like to advocate here for wet chips. I am okay with wet chips. Well, yesterday we were on set. We had a large family-sized bag of nacho cheese Doritos, which I enjoy, but I prefer a spicy chip. So what I did is I took uh, about a half a cup of secret aardvark hot sauce, and I dumped that into the bag, and I shook it, and then I ate them with my hands, and then I proceeded to get hot sauce all all over 
every piece oh, of media. Yeah, yeah. I have a story like that. So there was this girl in culinary school that had a big time crush on me. So we would sit in the back and just like hang out. Mm-hmm. And then one time she took a, she's like, hey, I brought us lunch. And I'm like, oh my God, dope. And then she brought out a bag of ruffles, cheddar and sour cream and a bottle of Cholula and she said here you go so during the whole class we were just like dipping our hands in the bag and then taking the bottle and just putting it on the chip and eating it that's like my ideal romantic right you gotta you you don't like let it soak like cereal where it gets soggy no you just you literally just dab and go yeah any wet chips are great Joe the funky homo sapien says white chocolate Reese's are better than milk chocolate Reese's fight me first of all I'm a pacifist second of all I love white chocolate Third of all, I don't like white chocolate with peanut butter. I'm a pacifist. I'll pass a fist across your <laughs> face. Um, no, I agree. Okay. I love white chocolate. I love white chocolate, but to me, the whole point of Reese's is to get the flavor combination of milk chocolate and peanut butter, which is a great combination. Yeah. If you're eating white chocolate Reese's, you just want peanut butter. Sugar. You just be eating peanut butter. Yeah. What you should do is take peanut butter, melt it down, add some chocolate chips to it, mix it so it's fully combined, and then you have what you want. Yeah. Just eat, eat your sweet peanut paste. All right. We got at Ral on. Condensed milk is the sweet equivalent of ranch. <laughs> yes. yes. In the same sense that you should drizzle ranch on everything you eat, you should drizzle condensed milk on any dessert you eat. That's a good idea. Yeah? Yeah. It's settled. Condensed milk is sweet ranch. Congratulations. You you will get your medal in the mail in approximately (laughs) four to six months. We have really bad shipping times here. Yeah, no international. Eatery says chocolate cookies with chocolate filling dipped in crunchy peanut butter is the ultimate snack. I don't think it's the ultimate snack. I think it's a good snack and I would eat that, but it's definitely not the ultimate snack. I do like to take a big spoonful of crunchy peanut butter and then dip it in some chocolate chips and then eat it that way. That's good. <laughs> My favorite thing, I just take a spoonful of crunchy peanut butter and then I spread it on a whole nanner and then I whole eat the nanner. whole nanner. Whole and nanner. I, I, just, I hoist the nanner in my hands and I squeeze it a little bit and then I smear the crunchy peanut butter on it and then I get to eat a nice chunky covered nanner. Hand nanner. Uh, I, you know what I don't like though? I, I don't like, you know my thoughts on cookies. I'm not, I, I love chocolate I don't chip know cookies. your thoughts on cookies. We did a whole podcast about our cookie thoughts. I don't remember anything we do, man. You think so I much. you did three months ago? So Get much. out of here. Anyways, I like chocolate chip cookies, but they're like not my favorite. Don't uh-huh. super love chocolate chips. I'm there for the crunchy cookie, you know? Uh, but I especially do not like chocolate-based cookies with chocolate chips or any chocolate filling in it. To me, it's mm. too much chocolate. Okay. I need the chocolate to be countered. So, not a big fan of this in the peanut butter. I'm sorry, but I still love and respect you as a person. Eat a re- At Bryce is cursed. Sorry, Bryce, that you got cursed by an old bog witch. Spam (laughs) baked with mustard, brown sugar, and pineapple is delicious. Okay. Sounds good. It does sound... Mustard, brown sugar, and pineapple on ham is delicious. We're not talking ham. We're talking about spam. And also, we're talking about spam being baked. Mm -hmm. What's the issue with that? Because spam, to me, the way to get it good is to crisp it. You got to, like, crisp it with direct heat contact. So, like, fried spam, unreal. Heavily griddled spam is great. But I'm imagining they're baking a whole Spam loaf. You know when you, you grip the Spam can and you Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shake it out? Many times. Yes. I don't know if I want a whole baked Spam loaf, if that's what they're talking about. If you're talking about slices, abs of freaking lootly, that sounds delicious. Yeah, that sounds great. It reminds... So whenever you were talking about Big Brick Spam, there's, a, like, muckbangers that take oh, Big Brick no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, no. They just go on. I was Wait, just anticipating. <laughs> they take Big Bricks of Spam and they air fry it and then they eat it and it's like... <laughs> It's really enjoyable for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, okay, we should probably let's use that. Let's see how many comments we get from from listeners on this. Would you watch Nicole host a mukbang video? Because we've been trying to float this idea out here of Nicole loves mukbang culture. Is it's that correct? The, it's so beautiful to me. Yeah, and I feel you feel like you could do it. I oh sure I sure can I, I basically like... mukbang in my mirror when I'm home by myself. <laughs> I basically practice. Nicole, turn your alone time into content. Welcome to the digital media economy. Fine, I guess. Yeah, just let us know if you want uh, to see a show of me doing that because I think it would be great. Yeah, yeah, sound sound off on the Twitter. Jake underscore vote underscore says marinara is the best chip dip. False. Have you ever had <laughs> onion dip? Um, there is a chip dip that is very similar to marinara except it's spicy. It's called salsa. <laughs> This person oh. wants spiceless salsa. That's what they're doing. Oh, uh, no, marinara is a very specifically cooked sauce. Like, it, no, it's not. It is literally the opposite of a specifically cooked sauce. Wow. Marinara, like, doesn't exist outside of, like, the American context, right? Marinara is not, like, an what? Italian sauce. What are you talking about? Marin- marinara exists. What, what are the world. ingredients of marinara? Tomato, tomato and? paste, basil. Ah, not all marinara is uh, basil in it. Onion. Like, marinara is the American term that we use to call any red sauce, right? We put any sort of tomato sauce on things and you say, like, oh, there's marinara on it. Okay, sure. But it's, like, literally just a very specific dish and term that comes from Naples and then in the American context it got sort of bastardized. Like, in uh, in Australia, for instance, they call any red sauce a passata. Okay. I got, got a nice fettuccine with passata. That's not Australian at all. My God, Never what was that? Never heard of passata before. It's really interesting. Um, And so... But, like, the marinara that we get in a jar, if you were to add chopped pickled jalapenos and a little bit of vinegar to marinara, you'd probably get something close to, like, a paste picante sauce. You would know. You know what you would get? You would get El Pato. You get El Pato. Which I love. That stuff's good. At Sabrina Starnes 965, Tabasco on pancakes is yummy. I don't care how many side looks I get from the fam. You're getting two side looks here. The acceptable way to put Tabasco on pancakes is if it is in the splash radius for your hash browns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I Tabasco got the, got the hard stopper and it's really liquidy. Yeah. So you get some splash sometimes. and Because I've had Tabasco with a little bit of maple syrup on pancakes because I splash it heavily on the hash browns. Heavily on your hash browns. Heavily on my hash browns. And it's not bad on pancakes. It's not my ideal. I'd, I'd prefer... It's uh, okay. Prefer a syrup. Yeah, I, it's all right. I made the other day... So um, I have like this great new home bar set up. And, yeah, um, you Nicole, talk about I, I know, it. Hold on, hold on. Well, well, so I know, much. I don't talk about that often. But anyways, my great new home bar setup. I've been making my favorite cocktail, which is a penicillin. Yes. It requires honey ginger syrup, which they don't really sell in stores. So I made my own honey ginger syrup to the cocktail. But one morning, uh, Julia and I were making waffles, and I was like, you know what? I want something to spice this up. I uh-huh. put that honey ginger syrup on my waffles. Was it amazing? Oh my god, amazing! But then sure I ran out delicious. of it for cocktails. Oh well. It's always the hand. What is it? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> is that that metaphor makes no sense for this? Yeah, context. it does. Listen to a Nine Inch Nail song. Why don't you? Okay. Real Stevie underscore wonder. Wow, this is a really good opinion. Cake in a bowl of milk is great. Oh my god, the milk hydrates the cake, and it's so satisfying to slurp up the moist cake. I used to, okay. So whenever I first started working in a chocolate store, my friend Yvonne and I used to do this all the time and literally it was the best thing in the world so um this is the best opinion i've ever seen on this darn show so way to go real stevie underscore wonder i love you this is just uno leche cake no it's not it's just uno leche no, they, make, they make they no. make tres leches cake no it's la verdad tu no conocer que hablar con esto Sí, gracias. Uh, no, I, I agree. I mean, it is delicious. As a lover of wet foods oh, myself, God. one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen said, Trace Leches in this economy? <laughs> I remember you told me that one. Uh, <laughs> Josh, imagine right now you... <laughs> 
<laughs> you had a shallow bowl. Okay, yeah, shallow yeah, yeah. bowl. Shallow bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Stop <laughs> you're making me laugh. And then it's a slice of cake. Uh-huh. Chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. Three layers. Three layers. Also has chocolate frosting. Ooh. Okay, okay. Ooh. And then and then listen, listen, listen. Chocolate frosting on the outside and Ooh. on the side. <laughs> oh, go on. And then there's rainbow sprinkles. Oh, I like the sprinkles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Come on. What are you talking about? And then you pour the cold milk over it. Oh, yeah. Just Ooh, like. That's so good. Yeah, just like the opinion that we just read. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound Basically weird. what I'm saying is <laughs> basically what I'm saying is I'm so obsessed with this opinion. It's the best opinion I've ever seen and I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. Okay, go. I agree. You're an absolutely beautiful person. This is a fantastic opinion. Uno leche cake is here to stay. Stop <laughs> saying Uno Leche. It's Uno cake. Leche. No, it's not. Leche natural. Uh all right, at Jeff Rocky, all food can be divided into three <laughs> categories. This is interesting. Soup, salad, or sandwich. Okay. What is a what is ropa vieja? Oh, salad. <laughs> what do you mean? Of course, ropa vieja is a salad. It's, it's a dish. It's not soupy enough to be a soup. There's no starch on it to be a sandwich. It's a salad. What are you Quiz saying? me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. Like uh, like uh, um, a uh, cake. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Sandwich. <laughs> it's literally, you just described a cake as having three layers. Obviously, that's bread with filling. It's a sandwich. Just because it's layered. It's a club sandwich. A three-layer cake is a club What's sandwich. What's an enchilada? Which is a sandwich. Enchilada. enchilada is also a sandwich because it's got, it's, it's a, a starch with filling. <laughs> okay, a stew. What's a stew? Soup. <laughs> it's liquidy food. Like, why is that difficult to understand for people? <laughs> a, bag, a bag of chips. A salad. <laughs> Depends on kind of, of A bag of, bag of veggie straws. What? Oh, that's a soup. <laughs> <laughs> because you use straws to slurp liquid. Uh, no, I, I think the soup salad or sandwich thing does... I think it does hint at something like kind of very real in the sense that these food categories that we all talk about, like hot dogs being sandwiches, et cetera. Yeah. It's all like very made up. But this person made it up. It's how I feel about continents. Continents don't exist. <laughs> Europe and Asia, one landmass. Not separate, separated. Yeah. So, But when people say like, well, there's this many continents and that's a fact in Europe and Asia and Australia. You don't believe in continents? Are you a flat no, earther? No, I don't believe. You're a flat earther. No, but if we go by the flat definition. <laughs> there are ice walls around. The government <laughs> guards them. Um. No, but if we go by like the definition of continent as like, you know, a large land mass that is surrounded by by water, and then it's like, well, Europe and Asia, why are there two? There's there's a dividing range of mountains. Yeah. Uh, so it just it, it yeah, never there's made a, sense. To exactly. Me. It's arbitrary. There's, there's a dividing range of mountains. People gotta cross them obvi. Yeah, with planes. No, people cross them. Do you think people did not go from Europe to Asia before planes? <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's called the Silk Road. <laughs> Yes, actually. Boats, boats. And the so Anyways, They anyways. did not climb the mountain. All soups. They, yeah, they figured out a, the, what are the Urals? The Ur- are they the Ural Mountains? I think the Caucasus. Isn't it the Caucasus We mountains? need to play more Nat Geo quiz. <laughs> <It's> big time. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Audit with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. And for more Mythical Chicken, check us out on YouTube. We launch new videos every week. You said Mythical Chicken. We're rebranding. We're Mythical Chicken now. <laughs> and of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We're a new Nashville hot chicken pop-up competing with the other 9,000 in Los Angeles <laughs> called Mythical Chicken. <laughs> <laughs>